0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the Josh Thoughts Official Sports Podcast. Episode 15 here, and today we're going to talk about the Bill Belichick genius um game plan and execution that took place in Buffalo this past Monday. And I think people need to understand and appreciate the the genius and the boldness that it took from Bill to go down this road. We're going to talk about what the Bills did wrong, which is a classic mistake people make when playing the Patriots. And then we're going to talk about the next matchup and what's going to be different. So believe it or not, I actually think this game, even though everyone said, you know, poor weather, that is supposed to be better for the Patriots, I actually think it was better for the Bills, and let me tell you why. One thing on that game, if you're a Bills fan, to take away is Josh Allen is absolutely ridiculous. He legitimately was throwing the ball through that 50-mile-per-hour wind, and it was unreal because, um, I guess to put it this way, the game took place on Monday night in blistering conditions, extremely cold, wind gusts up to 50 miles per hour. The punts were going crazy. The kickers couldn't hit the uprights. It was, it was a very wild game atmosphere and extremely cold. The cold lends itself to harder to catch the ball, harder to throw the ball, harder to hand the ball off. Ball security becomes harder because the ball becomes cold and slick not as um, not as grabby as the leather can be when it's warm. Um, and when you put this all together, it, it created an atmosphere where it was going to be really important to run the ball. So you think that this would favor the Patriots because the Patriots are the better running team and the Patriots have a good run defense. The Bills, on the other hand, cannot really run the ball that well. They haven't been doing it that much this year. They're more of a passing team. And their defense is also suited to be better against the pass. A lot of times passing teams have this as a construct because if they can get ahead on points, the other team has to pass it. Then they, you know, they're playing right into your defense's hand. This was how the 2007 Patriots were constructed. The team was mostly focused on offense with an extremely potent attack and passing game. But at the same time, the defense wasn't as good at stopping the run. It was a a defense that was used to playing ahead and was used to, you know, doing crazy coverages, trying to force turnovers instead of spending too much time focusing on purely stopping the opponent, especially in the run game. So, you put this together, you'd think this is going to be a running type of game. But this is where Bill starts to trick you. You know, the game starts, the Patriots are barely throwing the ball, just running, being very conservative, and playing good defense. The Bills started to do the same thing. They basically said, we want to get to your physicality, we want to match it, and we're going to beat you at your own game. This is the first mistake. You do not want to play the Bill Belichick game against Bill Belichick. And that game is running the clock, time management, sound defense when you play the Patriots when you want to beat them you have to do what the Eagles did in Super Bowl 52 which is what be unpredictable and be aggressive and take chances that probably shouldn't work but might those kind of things are the things that Bill not only doesn't plan for but he can't completely control. If you put certain chance situations out there, there are certain things that can strike at the heart of what the Patriots aren't ready for. But by playing into the game that they want you to play, you become predictable. And it also becomes kind of a, Now you're playing chess with the chess master. You've decided to play that game. You know, what the teams do that beat the Patriots is they go, we're not going to play chess. We're going to flip this board over and run, you know, run that way. You know, you play a different game and you could win that game. But when you sit down at the chess board with Bill Belichick, you're going to lose. And this is exactly what happened. So the Patriots were running the ball very well, not well enough to just keep running it into the end zone every time. But well enough to have substantial drives, get the clock moving down, and then they did break off a big run up the middle, and Damian Harris went all the way. The Buffalo Bills, to score their points, it was a muffed punt return by Nikhil Harry. It bounced off Nikhil Harry's helmet. You know, which is unfortunate because I thought he actually played really well in that game blocking. But now this one mistake has kind of mired everything else that he did. You know, very kind of a sad situation with Nikhil Harry, who was drafted too high. And it's not your fault if you're drafted too high. It's the evaluator's fault. But now, you know, he is kind of becoming a more and more useful player. But at the same time, it's, you know, we have stuff like this that comes up that where then everything comes into question again. But overall, I thought he had an okay game, even though that mistake threatened to ruin the game for the Patriots. So, that mistake happens. Buffalo gets a TD. You know, so then, as the game, you know, moved on, Patriots were able to get a field goal. And, or did they get a field goal? Or am I completely out of my mind? No, they did. They did get a field goal because they ended up getting two more field goals because the first touchdown, they smartly went for the two-point conversion because they were kicking against the wind. So they said, instead of trying to kick this one point against the wind, why don't we just go over two? They got the two, went up to eight. They ended up getting two more field goals and finishing the game 14 to 10. Not to jump too far ahead of myself, as the game went into the second half, Buffalo finally started throwing the ball, and crazily enough, it wasn't that bad. Josh Allen really was throwing it. Like some of the passes, of course, got blown by the wind, but it was it was good. I mean, you, anyone who knows football, anyone who knows throwing, you watch that game. That was a that was a good performance by Josh Allen, and it and it makes you wonder. They probably should have been throwing the ball even earlier in the game. Despite the wind, despite what the Patriots are doing, because I think that would have been a more interesting avenue, you know, and this is, and this gets to the core of Belichick's game plan. As the game went on, the Patriots were able to get a couple more field goals. The Bills went down, tried to kick a field goal and missed one because of the wind. Then they did get another field goal. It was 10 to 14. Here's the thing. To go for Belichick's game plan, Belichick is coming into this game. He knows it's windy as hell. You have Mac Jones at QB. He is a Southern boy. Grew up in the South. He played at Alabama. He is not able to throw in this wind. Add on top of that, and I love Mac Jones. I think he's a good QB. I think he's good enough this year. I think they could win the Super Bowl if everything comes together. But... He does not have an arm right now strong enough to throw through the wind like that. He doesn't. We saw on the three pass attempts that he did attempt. They were all very good looks, very open situations where the guys were running wide open, and a couple of them still almost didn't, you know, make it properly to the target just because of how strong that wind was. That's what what Josh Allen did was an absolute anomaly. Mac Jones is what the standard would be trying to throw in that kind of condition. And and he can work on that, you know, if he really wants to. He can try to get his arm stronger and stronger, improve his motion, improve his rotations. But at this point in time, it's not that he isn't a good quarterback, because he is. It's just he doesn't have one of those special arms like a Tom Brady. You know, people don't think of Tom Brady as having a strong arm. He has an extremely strong arm, and he can throw through wind like that. Mac Jones can't do that right now. That's totally fine. You know, he's a rookie. He's from the South. Like, you wouldn't expect him to just be able to throw in that kind of insane conditions right off the bat. Um, So Bill Belichick is looking at that, and he also doesn't want to put too much on Mac. He doesn't want Mac to make the mistake. He wants to, you know, give Mac a very achievable job to do. That's what he always does with all of his players. He wants to give them put them in positions where they can be successful and give them an assignment or a job on a certain play that they'll be able to feel comfortable in that role and execute that assignment. And the same is true for Mac Jones. You know, so, so Bill's plan going in is we're just going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And then if they force us to throw it, we'll try to throw it. But until then, we'll be just as happy to keep run the ball, run the ball, drain the clock, play good defense, let our defense kind of take over, smother the Bills, which they definitely did. I mean, you take the seven points away from the punt muff, they scored three points and probably should have scored six if that other field goal, if it wasn't Wendy. But it was. so They would have had to get closer. You know, and the the Patriots defense had a couple really, really timely stops. You know, and this is one of the great things about – The Patriots recently had started playing a lot of man-to-man defense more, and man-to-man is good in certain aspects, but when teams know how to beat it, it's very easy to beat, and especially when you're in the goal line situations, it's a lot trickier to beat zone than it is to beat man-to-man, and the Patriots were having struggles in these past couple years in our red zone defense. This year's team is so proficient in zone, it makes the team way tougher when you get to the end of the of the field. Makes it way, way tougher. Because that defense is going to hold a lot more firm. Not to mention the additions up front. You know, Godshaw coming into his role. Barmore coming in. And the pass rushers as well. It becomes a real big problem. And the Patriots were able to get sacks on Josh Allen when he was in the red zone. Forcing long, you know, situations where they didn't have that much field to cover. At the end of the day. So... The defense, Patriots' defense did incredible. The Bills probably just should have been passing more in the first half. They got kind of sucked into playing Belichick's run defense game, and they couldn't do it as well. They're not as physical as the Patriots right now. They tried to match that physicality, and they weren't able to. And and I don't I don't blame them. You know, they're more of a finesse team at the moment. But that's why you don't play the Patriots game. You need to play a speed game, a throwing game, and and play to your own strengths you would never catch Bill in this game trying to start off throwing the ball around the yard because he knew it wouldn't work out well. It would get picked off and it would be a, you know, a snafu and a mess. Um, as the game wound down and Buffalo finally started throwing the ball, it, it got interesting. And I'm sure, I am 100% sure, if the Patriots were not able to win the game unless they started making bigger chunk plays – they would have tried to do some pass plays. But because of the way the defense held so firm and did not let Buffalo into the end zone at the end of the game, you know, Bill just stayed the course. You know, they had three pass plays, three pass plays in the entire game where Mac Jones threw the ball. And they were basically on wide open looks just to keep the Bills honest with the pass. And that that factor and that factor alone. And when you think about it that way, too, it was a game where it was one of the shortest Monday night football games ever because there was so much running. The clock was going down, 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 every play. And at the end of the day, Bill basically won that game with his first move. He His first move was... We're going to start by running it, pounding it, doing the same couple of plays over and over, you know, attack the edge, attack the edge. Now you overcommit to the edge, attack the middle, attack the middle. You overcommit to the middle, attack the edge, attack the other edge, do a screen, do a, you know, and it becomes, you know, that was his first punch. His first punch was we are going to run it down your throat until you stop us or until you go ahead and force us to pass. Like Buffalo did, had okay defense versus the run. They were able to stop them a couple times. But overall, the effort by the New England Patriots to run the ball was too much for that defense and created too much of a um, disturbance in the flow of the game. By allowing the Patriots to score those 14 points just off running it, it put the Bills' offense in a trickier situation. They had to start throwing the ball – I actually thought they were moving the ball a lot better when they were throwing it more and then running it, doing a combination, you know, even though some passes could have been intercepted, it's still to throw in that environment is insane. And Josh Allen did it really, really well, but because it took them, you know, too long to start to increase. And, and yes, there could have been interceptions and the game could have went the other way even faster, but just in terms of trying to give themselves a chance to win, they should have opened it up a lot sooner. And I know it's always easier said than done, but you just, you can see how the game's going. You need to understand if you get points off a cheap turnover from a punt thing, like that's a fluke. You need to understand that that's a fluke and change your game plan to be more pass oriented. Even if that makes you uncomfortable. Like I am a hundred percent confident. Again, Bill would have tried to pass it if the bills had actually put the Patriots in a situation when they were behind. But because they didn't, he just never even had to play that card. So, again, it goes back to he beat them with his first punch. He said, boom, punch. We're running the ball. We're going to run the ball. You need to stop us. and Or you need to go ahead, basically. You need to go ahead of us in points to force us to pass. Buffalo never did that. And I do think on some level it's extremely embarrassing for them because let me put it this way. People would say, okay, well, what if the weather's great? Then Buffalo's just going to be able to throw it all over the yard, do whatever they want. That's true. But also if the weather's great, Mac Jones is going to be able to throw it all over the yard and do what he does, which is not too shabby. And that opens up a whole new element of the Patriots offense that also hasn't been too bad the past couple weeks. The passing game has not been bad for the Patriots. You know, maybe not as polished as you want it to be, you know, but, but it's it's part of the complementary team. You know, the running helps the pass, the pass helps the run. So I, I think that, I don't think that gives Buffalo defendably an edge. Not to mention, I do think the Patriots' defense is a bit better than Buffalo's overall. You know, there's a saying in the NFL, and I know Chris Sims has said it a couple times, if you ain't getting better, you're getting worse. And that feels like what's happened with Buffalo in the offseason. You know, they switched out John Brown for Emmanuel Sanders. To be honest, at this point, I love Emmanuel Sanders, but that, that's a downgrade. That's a downgrade. And then what else did they really change? You know, again, we all, I always talk about there's two modes of playing in the NFL. There's easy mode and there's hard mode. Hard mode, easy mode is you have a quarterback on a rookie deal, so you're paying the quarterback you have a quarterback that's decent on a rookie deal. He doesn't have to be great, great to decent. That's easy mode because you're getting good quarterback play for like no money off your cap. Hard mode is when you actually have a quarterback who's decent to to great, and then you pay them real money because then so much of the money is devoted to, you know, so much of that money is off your cap, the rest of the team becomes weaker as a result because of the way that, you know, contracts work, players will leave for other teams. They can't get enough money, you know, and be, and good teams too, with good quarterbacks normally have their rosters picked over quite a bit because certain players get featured on the offense and then they look better than they are because the whole team is good. And then that kind of cumulatively will suck talent away from those teams that have quarterbacks making a lot more money and you kind of need to ask certain people to take paid cuts to try to get a team that's close to a team you could have with a rookie QB, you know, and this is a tale as old as time Buffalo. Unfortunately it took Josh Allen a couple of years to get to his prime form. Now it's not a bad situation to be in because he's definitely an incredible quarterback, but you know, it was tough because they didn't really get to cash in on those years when he wasn't making a lot of money and and do deep playoff runs. I mean, you look at the chiefs, they got two super bowl appearances, one victory out of Patrick Mahomes' rookie deal on the easy mode, basically. So, you know, when you look at it that way, and, and also they had that, you know, that AFC the year before, they probably should have won that AFC championship game, but that was just Tom Brady and Bill Belichick being ridiculous and keeping them out. Um, You know, which is, which is still unbelievable. I mean, that's the, the true mark of greats in any sport. Isn't so much. What do you do? It is. What do you do? But it's also what do you prevent from happening? Whose legacy do you derail to do what you're doing? And and Tom Brady and Bill took a chunk out of Mahomes' legacy by preventing that first Super Bowl that felt like it was destined. You know, that was one of the craziest games ever in Arrowhead when Tom Brady converted three third and tens in a row. I mean, just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. you didn't think he could do it, but he did. Um. So, at the end of the day. The Patriots are on easy mode right now because they have Mac playing decently on the rookie deal. The rest of the team can get, you know, beefed up a lot. And then Buffalo, they're on hard mode now. The Chiefs, they're on hard mode now. You know, you can look around the league. The Cardinals, they're on easy mode right now. It's it's a difference. It really is a difference. When you look at teams, you know, Green Bay, they're on hard mode right now. Because you got you know, Tampa, they're on they're on hard mode. They're on hard mode. Now, they do have some players on rookie deals, really talented young guys in the secondary and linebackers making rookie money. So so in some ways they're on easy mode, but not all the way. You know, they also have certain players who's – money and contracts they've agreed to are probably a little bit underwhelming because those were contracts that came to before Tom Brady was there and before the team was shown to be as talented as it really was. You know, so that that helps them out a little bit. But they are on hard mode. I don't want to, because Brady's making $30 million. So, at the end of the day, just a masterful performance by Bill Belichick, reminiscent of a different era of football when the ball was not passed as much. And in this game it was it was out of necessity more than desire. But at the same time, you know, I'm sure Bill would hope a lot of games could go like this. I mean, that was easy for the Patriots. If again, without that mistake from Nikhil Harry and maybe counting the field goal that doinked off the thing, that game would have been fourteen to six. So not really competitive. Um and, you know, Sean McDermott, he he's pissed. You know, he went on a little tirade about how, you know, Let's let's not say it was all Belichick. And then he starts listing all these things. He goes, you know, they went, they went 0 for 1 in the red zone. We went 1 for 4 in the red zone. They had a starting, you know, field position at the 20. We had a starting field position at the 43. If you told me that was going to happen before the game, I would take it. But here's the problem, Sean. You had that, so you had those advantages, and yet you still lost. So if anything, that just points more to the greatness of Belichick that you basically had a lot of advantages throughout the game, and yet you with, those, with that advan- advantageous position, you were unable to secure victory. That puts even more, in my mind, that puts even more of the onus of the praise onto Bill Belichick, because he, you know, proved the difference. And I think the Patriots team is a little bit, as a whole, is a little bit more loaded than Buffalo right now, although it's close, talent-wise. But I do think the Patriots have a bit more. Like, you know, in Buffalo, you have Josh Allen, you have Stephon Diggs, and those guys, those two players individually might be better in their respective position groups than any of the Patriots players are in their respective position groups. But... But when you look at the depth of the teams altogether, the Patriots are loaded. I mean, they picked up, what, six or seven starters off of free agency? Starters. You know, and then the rest of the teams behind that, whereas Buffalo, not so much movement in free agency in the draft that could decently improved the team. So they're in a tricky spot too because the Patriots get a bye. Then I believe they're playing the Colts. And then back to Buffalo. As the Patriots are on their bye, the Bills have to play the Buccaneers. And then two weeks after that, they're meeting back up with the Patriots once again to end out the series. And without a victory there, they have no hope of winning the division. If the Patriots win that game and, you know, maybe just one more, they, they may have almost basically locked up the whole AFC. So... Really disappointing game from Buffalo. I mean, Bill was giddy after the game. They said, "Are there any takeaways? You know, from this game into the next one?" And he said, "Yeah, well, they haven't seen any of our passing plays, so we basically they can basically just keep the pass plan the exact same. They don't even have to work on it because they have exposed nothing. <laughs> They've shown the Bills none of the pass plays. Um, it's it's truly coaching greatness." Um, I don't know if this is a response to the Tom Brady. I don't know if this is just, you know, Bill Belichick trying to, oh, stub my toe. I don't know if this is just Bill Belichick trying to just, just doing his thing, you know, just, just sharing his love and knowledge of football with all of us day after day and, and doing insane things that you don't think are possible. I mean that was truly a game for the ages and if you're one of these football fans that just likes scoring an offense I mean I don't want to be mean but but you can fuck off with that because it's the game is about is about two different it's about three different things it's about offense defense and special teams that's what the game is about and and trying to be the best in every phase of the game and True fans of the game can appreciate a defensive struggle and appreciate the time and effort in this offensively focused league where all the rules lately have been favoring the offense to see a team still be able to execute at that high level of defense. You know, the Bills and the Patriots, I think, played pretty good defense. I think really when you look back on it, the Bills' offense is what is what kind of their lack of ability to get points is what mostly hurt them in the game. You know, the Bills defense, you know, they, they, they struggled, they fought hard, but they really, they gave up one TD a two point conversion and two field goals. I mean, that's not, that's not quite opening the floodgates. You know, the, the offense sort of trying to run, trying and failing to run the ball and then, and then waiting to use Josh Allen, I think until they were, until they basically needed to throw it, you know, I think played a lot into the into the Patriots' hands. And I think if the Bills threw the game, threw the ball from the beginning of the game, they probably would have had an extra pick in there. But they might have been able to do something really dangerous on offense too and get a couple more drives or a couple touchdowns. And if you force the Patriots to throw the ball, that could have been an issue. I mean, we don't really know. I mean, it didn't look great, the throws that Mag did. And I'm not trying to be mean, but like, it's clear he wasn't comfortable throwing in that environment, which is fine. Again, I already talked about, don't expect him to do that. And he is a part of this team as much as any other player. And, you know, Bill wants to put him in a position to be successful, you know. So, no, you know, I have no issue with the fact that his throwing didn't look good. But that would have been a path for Buffalo to win this game um, when they were home. So it's going to be tricky. It is going to be tricky for them to try to win this division. And, you know, somebody it's funny because someone said, well, maybe it'll be better if they come in as the wild card because they won't have to play at home again with that kind of condition. You know, they are a throwing team. So maybe it's better if they come in as the wild card. I mean, who knows? But, uh, yeah, I was, this summer I was told everyone that would listen to me that the Patriots were going to win the division. I felt that way because I thought that whether it was Cam Newton or Mac Jones, I felt that the quarterback position, we would get a lot higher level of performance out of that position. And also looking at the free agent signings that they made, in my head I thought, if these guys work out, this is going to be huge. Getting two starting tight ends, defensive players, you know, drafting more running backs, signing wide receivers, which was a big issue for the Patriots. You know, these were were moves that I felt if they all came together could result in a very, very strong team. And that's what we've seen this year from the Patriots. Physical strong team. The beginning of the year when they were struggling, Trent Brown was injured and out, and they had offensive line issues. No team in this league is good with offensive line issues. Ask the New York Giants how they're doing. They have issues, massive issues, offensive line. It's, their season is over. Their, their coaches are about to be fired. Their quarterback's about to be tossed aside. So many things can give you problems when you have those offensive line problems. So the Patriots, they were still trying to make it work. They still were able to do a couple things early in the year. But now they're rounding into a really, really strong team. So, again, in awe of Bill Belichick and what he's doing, you know, football fans understand. I mean, to win a game where you only throw the ball three times, not only is it a massive flex, a massive FU, it's also just a massive show of intellectual prowess when it comes to the game of football. So, at the end of the day, you know, in Bill we trust, and um, couldn't be happier with the coach. Couldn't be happier with the situation the Patriots are in. And this is all house money. This is all house money. Last year the team went seven and nine. That was viewed as a low point. That was the low point. The dip was seven and nine, just just below five hundred, just below five hundred. And now it's, it looks like we're, we're headed towards a winning season already. We are. We are headed towards a winning season already. So, extremely impressive. We're going to wrap it up here, guys. You know, Bill Belichick, masterpiece. You know, and let me put it this way, too. People want to say that this is about Mac Jones. It's not about Mac Jones. The reason he threw the ball had nothing to do with it. Let me put it this way. All it said about Mac Jones that he wanted to throw the ball three times is that Mac Jones doesn't have one of the strongest arms in the history of the National Football League. The secret, of course, there being you don't need that to do well and win Super Bowls. You really don't. You don't need the strongest arm ever in all of history, you know, to to win some games in this league. So, you know, at the end of the day, Bill would have had them throw it with Mac if he was forced to. He decided to give Mac every advantage possible and and hold off on that, not put him in that risky situation until the Bills forced it and they never forced it. But you you better believe he would have thrown it if the Patriots were doing poorly. So, to make like this is some kind of referendum on Mac Jones is is absolutely ridiculous. Um Everybody everybody at the field saw that wind. Josh Allen being able to throw in the wind is the anomaly. He is um, incredible. But, you know, it's not up to one player to win these games. It's up to the whole team. So I'm going to leave it right there. Greatest, you know, team sport right now. Not even because it's all the players on the team contributing, but you got the coaches no team other than football has as many people involved with a victory as association football and the national football league, you know, and I love international football. Don't get me wrong. AKA soccer. That's a great game, but that game is probably going to be decided by 12, 13, 14 guys. You know, football is decided by an army of like a hundred dudes. And, um, the way this team has been able to come together and work together has been a pleasure to watch. And I can't wait for more of these little gems, these little coaching masterpieces given to us by Bill Belichick. I mean, delicious. And this NFL season has been absolutely ridiculous. I mean, again, talking about, I remember I, I talked a lot about how great the NFL season has been going, you know, the Raven Steelers have another game where, the Ravens score six points. They're one point behind, choose to go for the one of the two points. They could have sent it to overtime. They went for two, threw the ball. Andrews was, you know, it was inches away from being a catch and a score. So, again, we're talking about these games, 60-minute games, you know, 100 plays, 150 plays, how many plays go on in the whole game. And it's still coming down to, like, two inches to determine victory or defeat in one of those plays at the end of the game. That is the highest level of competition, level of competitiveness, and it's, um, it really is something special, the NFL this year. As much as the NFL is trying to ruin it with having terrible ref quality, not paying the refs, just being belligerently poor in that regard, they got themselves one hell of a game. You know, and what they should do is put the money that they need to into those constructs to make sure that the refing, the quality of reffing matches the quality of the game we're seeing on the field. Because if they could do that, other sports in America have no chance um, or not no chance, but no chance of overtaking them anytime soon. So we're going to leave it right there, guys. I know I said that five minutes ago, but game is as good as it's ever been. Bill Belichick, as good as he's ever been, and um, can't wait to see more. So I'll catch you guys later.